0: All righty. Trot out the ladies. Let's take a look, see. Hate your hair, not likely. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. And let me guess you have a great personality. Look what you made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you just made me view. Look what you made me view. Look what you made
1: me view. Look what you
0: just made me
1: view. Look what you just made me view. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Look What You Made Me View. I'm Kaylee.
0: Yo, I'm Ryan.
1: More broccoli. This week we watched Emperor's New Groove. And if you're new to our podcast, we just want to explain real quick. This is a podcast where we as a couple show each other movies that influenced us a lot.
0: Yeah, influenced us, um, made us laugh, or are significant in some way, um, just cherished films in some way uh, that you always get in relationships or friendships and say, you haven't seen that. And now we made a whole podcast about that experience of showing them that movie finally.
1: (laughs) And we made it our podcast.
0: Yeah. We started piling up so many movies that it became apparent that um, maybe we should really draw this out. (laughs) Let's talk about this shit. Maybe we should share this
1: experience with the world. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So this week. We picked Emperor's New Groove. I yeah. love this movie so much. <laughs> this movie has been sitting on my list, and I couldn't wait to get to it. And then last week, we watched Coming to America.
0: Come There's a America. scene
1: in Coming to America pretty early on, the, on in the film where Eddie Murphy's getting himself ready, and he does that little squeaky eyebrow wipe, like wipes them so they're nice and straight. Okay. And I was like, ugh. This is a sign from the movie gods (laughs) that we have to watch him for his new group. Because there's the exact same moment in this movie. So um, I just took that as a moment and ran with it.
0: I wonder if they pulled it from that particular... I mean, I think that happens in um, quite a few movies and shows. But um, it's a meme, as it were.
1: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so Google describes this movie as follows. Arrogant young Emperor Cusco, voiced by David Spade, is transformed into a llama by his power-hungry advisor, the devious diva, Yzma, voiced by Eartha Kitt. Stranded in the jungle, Cusco's only chance to get back home and reclaim his high life rests with a good-hearted peasant named Pacha, voiced by John Goodman. Together, they must return Cusco to the throne before Isma tracks them down and finishes him off. Ryan. Yeah. That's the Google summary. Sure. What's the Ryan summary?
0: Okay, if I had to describe this and sell this to somebody, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to start with, it's a David Spade movie. Uh, David Spade is a king, a young king uh who pisses off <laughs> a coworker and gets turned into a llama and has to depend on the very people which he oppresses on the daily uh in order to return himself to, to uh human kingdom um i feel like the rest is irrelevant um this this movie has star studded voice actors in it and that's pretty much how I would sell it. I wouldn't go through the formalities. I'd say, guys, John Goodman, mm-hmm. um, Patrick Warburton, mm-hmm. um, David Spade. Uh, is that Eartha Kitt?
1: That is Eartha Kitt.
0: Okay. Yes. So, and, and we can go on. We can go on. Mm-hmm. But the point is, there are so many great voice actors in this movie. I was already pulled in. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, I knew you would lock on to Patrick Warburton, because we watch Venture Bros together.
0: Oh boy, did I get, s- hey, 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 don't say that. Oh, uh, um, HBO, it's on life pick it up. It's on life support. Please,
1: please. Um, but anyway,
0: uh, it gave me a lot of Venture vibes, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: definitely, and he's this big, stupid, muscly character, and that's, totally who i thought his character in venture bros was going to be like but then you know just like in this movie krunk has a heart and a really big one and it's so sweet and so doughy and emotional
0: isn't that funny it's as if patrick is like that himself i mean you just fully believe he can be the coolest big dumb guy or the dumbest lamest big guy
1: and it's interesting he
0: plays both
1: yeah no, he absolutely does. And he plays them both so well. He is such Perfectly, a yeah. uh, recognizable voice, which I guess is kind of weird as a voice actor. You should be able to like throw your voice around and do all kinds of different. But I'm thinking of um, the voice actor who does Bender. He does a lot of other voices.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But it's DiMaggio. like, yeah, he does not need to do this. You know, it's like H. John Benjamin. He just doesn't. He only needs his real voice. And it's good enough for so many different characters.
0: And that's the fun thing about him is there's some subtlety in him being hit. Like, it's his voice, but he's still a different character with that voice.
1: Right. Like, I would never expect to hear Brock from Venture Bros do his own theme music (laughs) while carrying a llama in a bag.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That does sound good. Scuba. (laughs) Um... Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting that you said um, that maybe that just is how Patrick Warburton is, because I thought it was fascinating that you said David Spade plays a king or David Spade is a king in this movie. I think when they were uh, doing the voice recording and everything, they obviously like have the camera on and they want to capture as much of the physical Movement within the face.
0: Yeah. These oh, characters. all the characters looked exactly like the voice actors. Yes. It was awesome.
1: It was literally like, uh, and this is complicated. It's incredibly complicated, but it was literally John Goodman with um Native American features.
0: Okay, so that's something I want to get into here. They say King of the World. Yeah. What, where, where are we? What is this?
1: We're in South America.
0: Oh, so this is based... In reality.
1: Yeah, Cusco is actually the name of a city in South Thank America. Thank you, yes. because
0: that was going to be my next question. What does that uh, guy's name mean? Because I, I had a feeling it meant something.
1: Yeah, nope, that's it. So it means this what? Is, uh, no, it's uh, the name of a city. This is based off of... We
0: don't know what it means. The... No, we should look it up.
1: No, I don't know what it means. I want to look it up.
0: Sure, go so, for it. Um, yeah.
1: But yeah, this is based off of the Aztec Empire... Um, we don't have like a direct time period, of course. You know, it's like the genie in Aladdin. There's no time context, right?
0: Well, it's got to be somewhat contextual, t- time-wise, because there's technology issues, right?
1: Are you there? just clearly
0: wouldn't have um, a lack of, or you know, you wouldn't. They don't really have any technology in this movie, right? I don't remember. Right? Seeing no, 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 like no, no.
1: There's nothing like that. I mean there's magic potions but there's no actual technology. No.
0: Yeah, I so it's hard to place it time-wise. It seems timeless. They're trying to make that um just open-ended thing. Like it, it's somewhere remote, so yeah, it could be almost any time, but it's clearly not 3030 because people are here.
1: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Um but also it's very this movie comes out in two thousand and it is very two thousand. You know, it's David Spade doing the voice and it's And is, that
0: I'm surprised by because this seems a little bit earlier than that, maybe like a ninety-eight. I yeah,
1: I'd agree with that. Yeah. It's got goofy movie Not vibes. Too much, really. <laughs> Not no, no no no. But like uh every single time Cusco busts into a room, he's like, Boom, baby. That's yeah, very two yeah. thousands. Um, I think the art style is also very 2000s. This art is beautiful. uh, Like the backdrops and everything, it's just absolutely gorgeous. But it lends itself to sharp edges so easily. And I feel like that's a very common thing with early 2000s films.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this is totally my vibe animation-wise. And tonally, mm-hmm. it's so much like SNL. Or, um, I, I had something, a thought where it was like a mashup of Disney and, and uh, yeah, Disney and a Sandler flick is what it felt like. Yeah. Um, because it yeah. had all the beats of a Disney film, but it had some of that like quirkiness and like kind of bro comedy stuff going on. I mean, there's some, yes. um, homophobia kind of in this movie um there's definitely definitely misogyny in this movie oh um, yeah
1: yeah let's dig into the misogyny because i would love to talk about that sure. um eartha kid is such an icon right such an amazing wonderful fantastic feminist icon she also sang santa baby but like that's you know she's still a super amazing uh feminist icon and then she plays this character which is, identifies as female, but is stripped of all female graces, qualities, everything.
0: Why do you say that?
1: Um, okay, so physically, she has a very um, narrow body with broadish, bony shoulders.
0: Scary in every way. Uh, Which I heard s- is skinny in every way, or, or what is it? Sc-
1: scary beyond all reason. Scar-
0: shit. I, <laughs> so the first time they said that, there's a phrase they say um, a couple times, maybe three times. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to, you know, somebody. They're following Cusco, and um, it's described. They're described to him at certain points, and she's described as scary beyond all reason all reason right and the first time i heard it it sounded like skinny and she is very she thin is. so i thought that was questionable for them to say that but obviously i misheard it
1: right 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 scare beyond all reason she's very very skinny very um angular yeah whereas cartoon female cartoon characters tend except for to the have hair, hair which is like
0: it, which is like
1: well it's not hair
0: is it not hair what the <laughs> no. fuck is that yeah the, i have a note is that hair
1: Um, It's a hat and then um, when Krunk goes in to wake her while she's sleeping in her tent, she wakes up and she has like no hair. It's just a couple. It's of very reminiscent
0: tiny. of the Eartha Kit look, where she has that like curl tied up in the head wrap. Kind mm-hmm. of, it's like a big thick headband. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very reminiscent of that, but it's extremely exaggerated.
1: But then we have like this Ren and stempy, like bald head, really close up with the face, and it's very grotesque. And she's wearing like a night mask and some cucumbers.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, one of my favorite shots in this. Yeah, there are so many cool stills that you could pull from this. Um, and I think the backgrounds, a lot of them are hand painted yeah. and drawn yeah. um, and just beautiful at times. But there's really, uh, there's a really cool scene where she kind of comes out of the dark. You just see her eyes and mouth. Yeah. I guess. Um, and then she pull you know, it pulls in and um it lightens up a little bit. But uh very cool looking in the dark and then in the light in that scene. Uh <clears throat> excuse me. Character design, fantastic. I mean oh God, very yeah. much uh we already mentioned that the faces are kind of matching the uh real actors' faces, but I think that they capture the essence of the voices a lot or well. Um, I don't know. In, In some cases, I think voice actors are matching the look of the character. And then some cases the, you know, they're drawing the character differently, depending on how, who they have. So
1: I think these characters were drawn specifically for the people that they cast. Because even the mom, um, the mom is voiced oh, by Wendy Malick. Let's
0: talk about the mom. The
1: mom hot looks mom. like Wifey
0: is hot. Is my Wendy note. Malick?
1: She is gorgeous. Who is this? Wendy Malick. What she, is she from? Um, okay, she also voices the. Nice. Um, she voices the. What is her name? Owl House. It's a new cartoon on Disney. It has the first bi character in a Disney show, which is super cool. (laughs) I'm all for it. We already watched
0: it for free on Disney. (laughs)
1: Right. No, I just, I want to support this fiercely. Um, She voices a couple of characters for Disney, but um, she's primarily a voice actress.
0: I know, and her voice is very familiar. I'm trying to think of what... Uh, the whole time we were watching this. Yeah, but she's
1: another person where she just uses her normal speaking voice and completely uh, becomes whatever character she needs to become, right? It's the exact same voice she uses for her character in Owl House, Mm -hmm. but they're two totally separate characters. They have two totally different vibes.
0: Well, I would research what else she's in, but I just failed at my um, Kuzco research, (laughs) so... (laughs) That's okay. I'm <laughs> just not feeling um, confident in my research. What are skills.
1: some other things? Yeah, she's in Al- Alvin and the Chipmunks. She's in Brother Bear. She's in Krunk's new groove. We can talk about that later. Well,
0: I'm tempted... Is uh, Patrick voicing Kronk in that?
1: Uh, mm, I would not recommend watching it.
0: Don't care. If he's voicing it, I'm watching it.
1: <laughs> I have seen it. It is not very good. So let me tell you something. But it is him voicing. Let me yes. tell you
0: something. All right. Yeah. So uh, just to... Again, we've been doing the show for six episodes roughly this is our seventh yeah. um we're still growing and learning, and we welcome all feedback by the way um but <laughs> this is a segment where we're kind of walking through the movie a little bit, but I want to take it back. I okay. need to rewind I'm sorry no that's we were gonna kind kind of going by the timeline a bit here, but I have to tell you that. What really, really meant the world to me was discovering that John Goodman, I knew Patrick Warburton was in this movie, Mm -hmm. and I was willing to watch it with that. Um, David Spade, I, God, I mean, certain things love David Spade, other things I find him obnoxious, and that's why he's perfect for this role.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Because he's meant to be
0: unlikable uh, for most of the movie. But the John Goodman shit and the fact that he's in it like the entire time, like he's, he's in most of the movie. Um, God damn, that was important.
1: Well, why is John Goodman so important?
0: I I think Roseanne was a pretty significant show for me growing up as far as like seeing poor white people and how they lived. It was it was closer to my reality. Mm-hmm. And John Goodman was an example of a good dad in those circumstances. And I had no dad. Uh, right. <laughs> so right. it was like this ideal, right? It wasn't a Bill Cosby. I mean, my name's not Rudy. <laughs> um, so, you know, I liked the Cosby show too. I liked the Cosby show growing right. up. Right. But um, this was a whole different thing. And John Goodman was just this really nice warm kind of presence right and then he was on snl and he was fucking fantastic on that and um yeah so he he's just one of my comedy kings america's dad yeah so for for him to be in this along with this uh, the rest of the people in this Mm -hmm. meant the world to me all right so i think where we left off was uh where, what were they doing? So this is the plotting now.
1: Right, 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 right. Okay. Isma um, and Krunk getting together. I just... Okay, so this well, is... Well, they were already
0: I... together, right? And speaking yes. of them being together, they reference something. Uh, somebody comes in he's like, how old is he? Like they have dinner, right? Yeah, they, yeah, They yeah. invite late them Late 20s. Forever. Yeah, uh, late 20s, yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, so is he implying that they're a couple? <laughs> is that what's going on?
1: I don't know. I always took it that way when I was a little kid. And now yeah. that I am in my late 20s, well, how old books, is she, though, I don't then. know. Oh, ancient. <laughs> um, Yeah, Cusco makes jokes about her being proof that the dinosaurs existed. We have no idea how old she is because Cusco's not a reliable narrator. Again, and- another
0: like marker of reality bringing some reality into it they're referencing dinosaurs so I think we we are somewhere in like the 1800s maybe
1: I don't know 17 this is also Disney and Disney does not give a shit about timelines or accuracy they just pick a place and they pick an art style and they just go for it (laughs) right
0: this is true and they nailed it on most fronts here uh yeah. There, there's some inconsistencies.
1: Yeah, but we were talking about the plotting, and the, this is when we can get into like how much this movie means to me. I memorized so many of Eartha Kitt's parts in this movie. Like, I don't know what it was. It was just something about her voice became so ingrained into me. Right? It's a
0: great character. I didn't expect, you know, because it is the villain clearly from the beginning. I wasn't expecting to to enjoy I, I just don't really enjoy Disney movies that much and this is a bit of a departure um It's the, the
1: forgotten Disney movie. It's
0: fucking consistently humorous. There's mm-hmm. really not a lot of downtime and we'll get into that um you know in our pro and con segment but yeah, it's just different for me, and that's why I had not watched it, because I expected it to be kind of like Aladdin or some of the other stuff of the era that I right. knew I didn't like. Right. Um, and this one, it was always around. I mean, it, people would bring it up, and I, I, again, I knew I liked some of the people in it. It was Disney. I didn't want to watch it.
1: And I get that, but I think that the part... The thing that makes this so incredibly different from other Disney movies is it holds back a joke. With Disney movies, you know, it's Robin Williams coming in and landing punch after punch after punchline. But with this, we have Krunk standing over a waterfall with a llama in a bag. And then we zoom out and then we zoom out and then we zoom out and there's a monkey eating a bug.
0: Yeah, it there's holds
1: you back from the joke for just a some second.
0: Really meta moments. It's like um subversive uh MTV comedies, the state, you know, um fucking uh what's the Canadian thing? Kids in the hall. I mean yeah. there are things in here that are they're sketch comedy tools, they're they're bits yeah, inside the, of a movie. Um
1: the Jaguars, the bit with the Jaguars in particular uh, when the squirrel pops the balloon, it doesn't wake the jaguars. We we get pulled out of that moment for a second. Well,
0: I feel like that was a pretty Disney thing, though.
1: It is, I but I that's... feel like Disney, uh, by itself, would not be clever enough to think have about that it. moment.
0: That's not really dependent on any acting. That's all in the drawing and the sound, sound design.
1: Right, right, definitely. Yeah.
0: Then... All right, so he fires her. She plots against him. Uh, They give him serve him a dinner. That dinner is beautiful. Um, That's where we really start to see what Kronk is about. And it's difficult for me because I do watch football, and Kronk and Gronk, uh, I I don't know what came first. I don't care which one's the egg or the chicken. Uh, They can be the same thing because they're both big and dumb. Uh, So I like that. But, uh, so moving on, uh, he becomes the llama. Yes. Even though there's alpacas every fucking way. There's alpacas
1: everywhere. There's also llamas everywhere. uh,
0: uh, Okay. So I'm confused about that. Sure. I feel like I got challenged at one point. Was it an alpaca or was it a llama? Because they're in different places.
1: Mm -hmm. No. Alpacas mm -hmm.
0: would be South America, I think. Yes.
1: But I thought llamas would be as well.
0: I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm not an expert in any of that. But I, I just know that somebody tried to... Mansplain or school me in some way. Oh my god, uh,
1: it's no fun. Wait,
0: can I be mansplained too?
1: Uh, you can be human to human splained. Excuse me, I is that offensive? I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Is that is a it? microaggression to be human splained? <laughs> there too? you go.
1: You were microaggressed. You were not mansplained. You yeah. were microaggressed.
0: Cool. I found <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So then he ends up. How does he end up in the bag? Because I guess Kronk is supposed to dispose of him. Yes. I I lost where that went wrong.
1: Okay, so Kronk is supposed to dispose of him. We have that moment where he's hanging over the cliff, over the waterfall, and he's got the llama in the bag, but he's already had the angel and the devil moment.
0: Yes. Oh, beautiful moment. Yes. That's a lot of fun.
1: Um, So then he makes the decision to not throw the llama overboard.
0: Oh, okay. But oh, he has, yeah, no yeah, yeah, okay. he has no plan. Got he has
1: no plan. He trips over a cat. The llama lands on a cart. And then John Goodman, Pacha, takes it away and gets lost in the crowd. Right. And then uh, Kronk is like, I hope this doesn't come back to haunt me. And of course it does. You know, that's where the whole story is. That's foreshadowing.
0: Yeah. It's almost like... Um... There's some Monty Python stuff going on here too. I like that. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. <laughs> so then, then we get to
1: see the family. And yeah. I love the family so much. Wifey. We have wifey. Uh Chicha? Chicha.
0: She's pregnant, right?
1: She is pregnant, yes.
0: And, and at the, the family end of
1: the movie we get to see. It is baby.
0: beautiful, fun. Um the mother's voice. Is just so comforting and so familiar. We really need to find out where else we know her from. Um,
1: Tons of Disney stuff. Well,
0: yeah. I wouldn't know her from that,
1: um, though. No, uh, she's yeah. also been in a couple of shows. Uh,
0: yeah, I almost thought it was the mom from Arrested Development, at, you know, for like two seconds.
1: But, oh, God. No, 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 no.
0: Well, I didn't know how old this was. Oh, I thought yeah. this was mid-90s. Um that so makes yeah, 2000, sense. 2000, uh, the Y2K virus, or not virus.
1: Not virus. The Y2K we're shutdown did not the happen. Virus, but the Y2K. Yeah,
0: man, fucking dealing. Guys, are you dealing with the virus? Because we're dealing with the virus. Aren't we all dealing with the virus? <laughs> this is really? going to be like mid-October. I would imagine we're still dealing with the virus, everybody. Yeah, Mid-October perhaps. 2020. I don't know when anybody's listening to this, so maybe I should get that right. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so they get to the house. The mama is real cool. The kids are pretty funny. The
1: kids are awesome. And they remind me so much of what it was like with my siblings and I, right? They're fighting over, like, who's taller? And they're fighting over it because my brother is, like, buckets taller than everybody else in my family. Yeah, she was like,
0: yo, you just measured him like five minutes ago. Yeah. But yeah, cool moment with the kids measuring themselves or their mother measuring them. I mean... Yeah,
1: and their combativeness. Like, they're always trying to, like, one-up each other. There's that friendly sibling rivalry going on. Yeah, Yeah, it just sucks you into this family life. Kind of like you were talking about Roseanne earlier. And I know that's, you know, complicated, of course. But yeah, Roseanne also had a way of, like, sucking you into... This family.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Um, You're killing me. <laughs> uh, the show Roseanne.
1: The show Roseanne.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. We're hearing. having fun, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of this podcast. Um, so, I don't know. We could continue to go beat by beat, but it, it's tedious. I would recommend people watch this for sure. Um, for sure, the voice acting is the drawl. I mean of anybody,
1: oh hands down, yeah, uh
0: that can appreciate a good cast
1: absolutely this is, well,
0: this is a well put together cast, so they're on the run, and uh
1: <laughs> cops got their gun,
0: yeah, cop, well,
1: are there cops in this movie? no, 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 no. I was quoting the I'm just trying Boys. to think who's
0: the authority here,
1: uh isma is kind of the authority,
0: fuck that, I mean, it's whatever uh. It, kingdom there is yeah it's that's the kind of the point police.
1: is like the power shifts yeah so she's easily. she
0: usurps the throne um so i get okay okay yeah but nobody's really chasing them they just are around the two people that need them to be dead
1: no 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 they are chasing them well, so, the only
0: but those are the only two people that care about them. It's right. not like they ha- they're they wanted in any other way. No. There are two people...
1: Because everybody thinks
0: that want, he's dead. Yeah, that want them dead so that they can continue to do what they're doing when everybody else thinks they're dead.
1: Which is super dark for a kid's movie. It is pretty
0: dark. De- I mean, she says, I will kill you. And I thought about that in Nora watching that, and I was like...
1: Ugh, I don't uh. want her repeating that.
0: Well, yeah, but even beyond that, I, it's threatening and it's so aggressive
1: and like i said (laughs) i would regularly quote this movie in my best ease voice this is why every single time we watch rupaul's drag race and somebody impersonates eartha kit for snatch game i'm just like i I cringe
0: well they gotta stop doing eartha for snatch game though
1: absolutely juju being killed it we're good
0: tune into the next podcast spinoff ryan and kaylee watch rupaul (laughs) That's a terrible name for a podcast.
1: Yeah. There are already too many podcasts about RuPaul. Anyway. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Anybody who's been on RuPaul has a podcast about RuPaul. Um,
0: Well, we're new to the game. We can't criticize. Anyway,
1: Uh, I would regularly quote Eartha Kitt's lines from this movie. And the fact that she is talking about, like, poisoning and killing somebody. (laughs) These are dark things. But that's classic
0: Disney shit. I mean, that's not... Two out of bounds.
1: Sure, that's like, you know, know, And that's why it flies. They've been doing this from day one.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else is interesting about their trip. I mean, it's it's all fun hearing John Goodman interact with David Spade. Um, Their dynamic is really great. Uh, it's really funny. The dialogue's great. It's well-written. Um, of course, it's got the usual Disney stuff. But um, <laughs> one thing that jumped out at me, they finally get to a restaurant. And that was kind of surprising. There was a restaurant. Right. Um, but they're in the restaurant. And, and um, <laughs> the the llama, who is David Spade, uh, he has turned into a llama, has mm-hmm. dressed as a woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's trying to pass as a human woman. And he walks to the bathroom at some point, and some guy at the bar is checking him out. This is a child's movie. Yeah. And they have... It's the realest fucking moment in the world, though, (laughs) because you know every restaurant slash bar in the world, if some hot lady is walking to the restroom and there's guys at the bar, all of them are sneaking peeks. We just get a little insight on that moment.
1: Okay, okay. You said hot lady. I'm saying lady. There is going to be one guy...
0: Oh at gosh, least
1: at the bar.
0: You're right. I misspoke. Checking out it, everybody. It, yeah, I mean that's the usual example, but this man apparently is so drunk that he doesn't realize a llama, but she does have that junk in the trunk. I mean, she's shaking that butt uh-huh. as she's walking, she so She has that sway. Girl is sissy in that walk like a <laughs> motherfucker, and I think that's what draws the attention, so.
1: Right, right. Um I didn't catch this until literally this viewing. The waitress? Mhm says, bless you for coming out in public. Yes. She's in on it. She knows that this is a dude. I don't know if she knows that it's a llama and that's also a part of the joke, but she knows it's a dude.
0: I interpreted that as, she's so hideous, I can't believe you would (gasps) express this. I think that's what that actually is. But I I hope Mm -hmm. it's a more progressive statement, Um, but I doubt it.
1: Right. No, and she does say mazel tov to the happy couple. Word. Yeah. Yeah. I love that kitchen scene where they're like flipping in and out of the door. Isma and Cusco keep changing places, and then yeah. at the end of it, they're like, "Make my potato a salad."
0: <laughs> the best—I mean, to me, the best part of that is uh, Warburton's work and um, just how doofusy he is in getting lost. You know, he he is kind of uh, strung along. The wind blows him into yes. these different. Uh, moment he doesn't make choices
1: how on earth did he end up with this job
0: right he just he rides that wave man that's nice i'm using all the metaphors <laughs> all the all of the elemental metaphors yeah it's like he's not standing on he it, oh excuse me he's standing on shaky ground <laughs> That sounds religious. Uh, did, I did I miss one? No, um, that's a fucking uh, funk song. Um, oh,
1: oh, okay.
0: So yeah, all right. So they finally, I, I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead.
1: Just go for it. But
0: me. they finally figure out what's going on. You know, the llama realizes he's being chased uh, by the people he thought yeah. um, had his back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... They now need to find the cure.
1: Yeah. So they go to
0: her lair.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, which God, that was so suspicious from the jump. But secret lab. There we are. Um, yeah, she's basically got, uh, she has Dexter's lab. Mm-hmm. And Kronk is her Didi. Yes. And I love that. Dy- <laughs> I just fucking love their dynamic. Um, it's very sweet. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> I didn't understand they're looking at the potions because they're trying to find out. Um. The, the, there's so many potions as alluded to by Kronk earlier in the film. Yeah. Uh, they, lions, tigers, bears, all that. Oh my. Why not take the tiger potion right there? (laughs) Just tear shit up.
1: Just Just be a tiger.
0: Or a bear. Right. Or lion, but become
1: your true self. Uh,
0: I'm biased. I would have taken the tiger potion. And, your final form. You know, figured shit out, then gotten back to human form. Um, I I just want to try to be a tiger for a day. Uh, <laughs> that's,
1: yeah, yeah. I can even it. an hour, that's fine. And I do like that we get this moment where we get to see Cusco as a bunch of different animals. That's very fun for me. You know, okay, he's a parrot, so, yeah. he's a whale, he's a turtle.
0: So yeah, he could have proactively done that. Mm-hmm. And saved a whole lot of time.
1: Study panics.
0: Um, well, he's just he's just so focused on being a human, and the human thing's missing, so they freak out. And right. yeah, so now they just grab them all, and it's like a Cheech and Chong moment <laughs> where they just take all the fucking pills, all the right. drugs. The cops are behind them; they got to try it all, right? Right. Um, so. <laughs> that shit is so much fun. And and it's not only them, but it's the the people chasing them have now somehow
1: I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home?
0: <laughs> Beautiful moment. I love it. Yeah.
1: See, I told you. I can quote this whole movie. It means so much to it's me. It's quote-worthy.
0: I mean, uh, I was trying to pull some clips for this and I just I, I was making too many notes.
1: Yeah, it's tough, dude. Disney really does a great job of packing in those one-liners. Yeah. And then I think on top of, you know, this being a very comedic driven cast as well.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It's all present.
0: Well, speaking of, um, there's a moment where Cronk is, you know challenged what does he do does he what choice does he make right so they bring back the angel and devil on his shoulder Mm -hmm. which those are very fun to watch um the (laughs) the devil gets pissed off and he goes to you know attack he cocks his pitchfork
1: yeah yeah. the
0: euphemism there (laughs) (laughs) i mean there's just too much happening there sexually so um yeah. Uh, yeah, not appropriate for a kids movie, but um Also fun, fun on fun the, the note
1: of the angel and devil, things kind of happen in twos in this movie, which I think is really interesting. They don't happen in threes. It's a very compact film. It's like an hour and 18ish minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um so everything happens in twos. We see the angel and the devil twice. Um there are some other comedic moments that only happen twice. Um Yeah, so I thought that was
0: yeah, we were talking about another one earlier. I can't remember. You
1: know. uh, the squirrel happens twice. That's why the squirrel is at the end oh, right. of the movie. Um, so yeah, he doesn't get another chance to pop so, in.
0: There's a chase in, a chase scene at the end of the movie mm-hmm. that I found to be totally engaging. I don't. I normally don't check out on that shit in action movies where it's just that obligatory chase scene where you know what's going to happen at the end of it but you got to watch him do it right. um this one was fun
1: are you talking about the map with the little dots
0: no at the very end where right. it's all the cat and all that like the whole thing
1: oh okay so when the cat's to, like falling on the trampoline yeah, and coming back oh my goodness all
0: of it it's so there's it's this rube uh, goldberg-esque thing where <laughs> it's just it's so much fun
1: yeah uh, and oh,
0: speaking of Rube Goldberg-esque things, when the uh, they go to visit the family looking for him, yes, uh, and the kids and the family have this home alone moment where they just yeah. drive, that shit is fucking awesome. <laughs> so I feel, I don't know if it's intentional or if it's just uh, cultural, you know, it's these uh, memes that are pervasive throughout film, um, but it, there's just all these beats that are from great comedies.
1: Yeah, man. Okay, so... So I would like to know You would. What are your pros and your cons?
0: Let's see. My favorite thing about this movie is the squirrel. You're That's why I didn't me. want to talk about this. That's why I didn't want to talk about it, because okay. my favorite thing is the fucking squirrel.
1: I thought you were gonna hate the didn't squirrel. Didn't necessarily
0: care for the squirrel immediately. Okay. Then he comes back and he's talking to Kronk. Yes. And that shit oh man, just warmed my cold heart. Um <laughs> oh boy the squirrel's amazing Um, the art is also amazing the background art uh, particularly when they walk up to the city and there's the bridge that's broken and it Mm -hmm. just it reminds me of Samurai Jack I really like that Um, Kronk Duh. Kronk uh, is a fave. Duh. I just gave you the duh. <laughs> like in Paris Hilton, circa 2000. Duh. Um, the devil and angel scenes, of course, and the Home Alone scene, the Rube Goldberg-esque thing that I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I fucking really, I want to watch a whole movie about the family. John Goodman and that family. That's a whole thing. So I could watch it. It doesn't have to be action. Any, it, Just subtleties. Wow. I, I'd love to just see the nuance of that family.
1: Okay, so about that, though. What? I have very good news for you. Yeah? If that's what you want. Yeah? I learned today. Today. That coming in 2023, they're apparently making a movie called Patcha's New Groove. You're getting the... F- what, what? Yeah. That's totally real well okay so it's real according to the internet and we all know that the internet is it on
0: is imdb a- and everything no no, like- no, no no
1: it's not on imdb oh. yet that's why i'm prefacing mm. this it's not official fish
0: not that that's really a marker for official no eh. but it's on the
1: google these so if it's on the Googlies, it could be real. I don't want to get your hopes up, though. Are there the several Internet news buys. articles about it? Yes.
0: Oh, then that yes, is yes. promising. Oh, yeah, boy. 2023
1: patches new. Jonathan
0: grade. Goodman, give me more.
1: Please. please yeah, I'll take please. it. I'll take it. Yeah, I agree with all of those things. Um, yeah. yeah, it just seems like you latched on to Crunk, and I knew you would. This <laughs> makes me very happy. How could I not? Right. okay, awesome. so so what did you hate? Pillbugs oh. <laughs> okay.
0: Pillbugs was gross. Um, also, I hate the convenient restaurant attendance. you know you know what I mean? Like movies that the like the people chasing the protagonists just happen to end up in the same restaurant at the same time.
1: Oh, okay. Yet yeah. they
0: don't realize they're in the same restaurant at the same, the same time. I'm sorry. Every time I go into a restaurant, my social anxiety is like fucking spidey sense. I look at everybody. If there is a you. client or a friend or a person I went to school with or any, it, it does not matter. I am scanning the room for anybody that would know me. Right. Anybody I know. Right. Um, for better or for worse. I mean, I would like to, you know my best friend is there, then yeah, fuck yeah, I want to know that he's there. But um the motivation is not <laughs> that optimistic. Right. It is, it, my motivation is I would rather avoid conflict or discomfort. So I think that's bullshit. You would totally know the people that are chasing you are in the same fucking restaurant. Well,
1: they don't know that they're being chased yet. That's a... Yes, they do. No, they don't. What? No, because um,
0: oh, that's oh, that's where they find it. That's out. where they find out. Yeah, yeah. So that
1: they're trying to kill Cusco. But
0: is that not the convenience? Okay, it's it it's really, all a part of the convenience. Ah,
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it's yeah. a Disney movie. We can't pick that apart too much. Right. Um, so a con, but it, it's really just Disney movies make these weird conveniences. Yeah, yeah. So I don't I don't like that kind of stuff. I think yeah, I've exhausted all of my pros and cons here. I'd like to know what your favorite things about this movie
1: Absolutely. these
0: movies are
1: Oh, dis movies! <laughs> there was
0: one more than one movies we watched.
1: Just the one
0: movies. <laughs> so yeah uh, your favorite thing about this movie
1: Okay, so my favorite thing was definitely
0: Alright everybody, I'm happy for you. I'm gonna let you finish but this video is the greatest of all time The greatest of all time Come come Well, that was Sledgehammer uh from Peter Gabriel and So that's
1: Peter Gabriel. That's not Genesis.
0: Not Genesis. Just Petey Gabriel by himself, 1986. um, Lead single from his fifth studio album. (laughs) Wow. Um, Produced by Gabriel and Daniel Lenoy. Um, Excuse me. Says number one hit in Canada and uh, number one in the States. I remember this being a big song. Um,
1: It's definitely been in movies I've seen.
0: For so, sure. yeah, me, yeah, the song is, is everywhere, but the... Wh- what year was this again? 86. Uh, yeah, I'm probably real deep into MTV at this point. So, this is huge. Um, the animation... You know I'm a, a sucker for stop motion. Right. So, yeah, I think that's what my draw is to this. So, you know, if I'm selling this to somebody, hey, watch it. It's a really cool, creative... Um, early music video. Mm-hmm. So this kind of thing is probably very innovative at it for its time. Uh, it's been done a billion times. You could probably do it. Uh, there's probably kids, indie bands doing it right now, right. uh, during quarantine left and right. Um, because it's a time-consuming process.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It looks it.
0: So yeah, um, if if you had to describe this video to somebody else, what would you say?
1: A glitchy nightmare (laughs) with body parts and dancing raw chicken.
0: Okay, we'll get into that. But do you feel that some of your interpretations of these videos are because technologically they are so just, it's like, Oh, it's just archaic.
1: Sure, definitely, but I mean, like video. Wallace and Gromit is still being made at this time, and that's some pretty dope stop animation. And I don't want to knock. That's this real
0: smooth,
1: right? I Ar- don't want to knock yeah. this because I know what that process is like. In I used to make these videos with my little brother. Yeah, uh, it's a time consuming process. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Um, yeah, so I appreciate the the level of the amount of work that was put into it um i'm not crazy about the subject matter
0: what do you mean
1: Twitching ears it's weird what there's like twitching ears in the beginning of it. it's like all these little tiny moving body parts and it's yeah. like, yeah uh... okay it was weird it was weird um I'm just not sure what it lends to the song or what it has anything to the do with the song. Okay.
0: Yeah. Do you know what the song is about?
1: Uh, not necessarily. It's a, a guy saying he'll be someone's sledgehammer mm-hmm. that all you have to do is call him. And mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about that theme, mm-hmm. but I get that this is the mm-hmm. 80s. That's okay.
0: No, you don't have to give it excuses. Uh, or you make excuses for it, but you could have been a steam train if you just lay down your tracks. You could have an airplane flying if you bring your blue sky back.
1: Is this a global warming message? All
0: you do is call me. I'll be anything you need. You could have a big dipper going up and down all around the bends. You could have a bumper car bumping. This amusement never ends. So it's about sex. I want to be your sledgehammer. Why don't you call my name? Let me be your sledgehammer. Uh, This will be my testimony. Show me your round fruitcakes. <laughs> yeah. I will be your honeybee. Open up your fruitcakes where the fruit is as sweet as it now can be. Now tell
1: me this. Do people send Peter Gabriel fruitcakes? Because they should. I like, thought get you, on I it, thought, people.
0: Kaylee, I literally thought you just asked me, do people send to Peter Gabriel? <laughs> <laughs> I thought your background just crept right up on you.
1: No, 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 no. Wow. Um. Do people send Peter Gabriel fruitcakes? And if not, like, where are y'all at? Let's he is British, so
0: fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> you know him they're doing some that.
1: Some fruitcakes.
0: Well, all right. So I say I bring this in because I think visually it was stimulating to me. I didn't know Anything I, Musically, I liked it, but I right. didn't know what the hell it was talking about. And of clearly, course. it's about sex. Um, so I like that. Now, realizing this song is kind of subversive, like I could be a child and completely miss the point. That's cool.
1: I think Peter Gabriel's pretty good at that. You know? Um, there are some... I'm thinking of the I think book he'd of agree love. With you. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm thinking of the book of love that also has some mm. similar. Like I think y-
0: you introduced me to how just crazy cool that song is. Yeah, no, yeah. it's
1: beautiful. Um, what it's were we?
0: Wa- did we watch something beautiful. where that came up? No,
1: uh, I was asking if you had seen Scrubs, and it's on the last episode of Scrubs, and that's where yeah. I found it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay yeah right on fell well, in love
1: with the song love peter gabriel i think he looks amazing in this video i mm-hmm, must mm-hmm. say he's looking great
0: well to go back to you were disturbed by the different body parts and things it, it's stimulation it, it, it's just showing that these things are tickled these are the right things i see again. the
1: eyes um dilating yeah.
0: mm-hmm. and right? the heart's pumping
1: yeah and the heart's pumping um now that i know very clearly what the subject matter is that makes more sense but like explain the raw chicken
0: okay so let's uh, before i do that we should just go ahead and move on your um favorite part of this music video
1: oh okay favorite part um i gotta say the end when he's walking away in that light suit i thought that was really cool and i wanted to see where that was gonna go but then of course it that's why he did it it though because you want to
0: see where he's going to go. Um, and for all I know, in a subsequent video for another song on that album, we Maybe see he where did. he goes. I don't know.
1: That'd I, be really cool. I need uh, to know.
0: We'll look. Um, so yeah, your least favorite thing about this, the chicken.
1: The chicken. Duh. Cool. It was gross. And that's,
0: I'm sorry. That's why I wanted to push on because that's probably my least favorite thing about this as well.
1: Yeah. There's this moment where it's the last moment we see the raw chicken. It like opens up its chicken legs. Oh my God. It was nasty. Yeah.
0: Super gross. Uh, my favorite thing, uh, bump because bumping. I know that has nothing to do with the video, but fuck you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, would you watch this again? No. No? No, I'm yeah. good.
1: I, I would watch the other videos on the album to see if the light thing appears. Yeah, you want to
0: see where the story goes. Yeah,
1: of course. I don't
0: think you did that.
1: Um, Peter Gabriel does tell stories much like Billy Joel, so I would love to see...
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> much like Billy Joel, he tells stories? Yes. <laughs> or he tells them like Billy Joel tells stories?
1: Yes, he tells stories like... No, 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 no. No, no, I'm confused.
0: <laughs> he tells stories like Billy Joel tells stories or like Billy Joel, Like tells Billy stories? Joel,
1: he tells stories through
0: his music. Oh, shit. Like other podcasters we do podcasts (laughs) well i'm sorry you didn't like it
1: hey it's okay um i like the song i really do it's very catchy
0: yeah i would like to be your sledgehammer too (laughs) kaylee
1: oh hey commercial breaks that's new right ryan Mm. yeah Now, to quote Emperor Cusco, can we get back to me?
0: (laughs) Yes, let's get back to you and your favorite thing about this movie.
1: Okay, so my favorite thing, of course, is Yzma, because I don't think I've stressed this enough. I just loved this character. My favorite scene is, and I used to have this whole bit memorized. I used to perform this. Um, There's a VHS somewhere in my parents' house, of me quoting this this whole monologue, where she's like, okay. uh, "I'll what
0: find this because we have to have this."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 no. If I ever this find has it, to be incorporated. if I ever find it, it shall be destroyed. Right. Mm. Um, no, I memorized her whole quote where she's like, I'll turn him into a flea, a harmless little flea, and then I'll put that flea inside a box, and then I'll put that box inside another box, and then I'll mail that box to myself, and when it arrives, ha-ha, I'll smash it with a hammer. It's brilliant, brilliant, that brilliant. That
0: is a fucking awesome scene, yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, and it's so earth a kit. She just, like, d- digs into it with her teeth, and All I right. love it.
0: Let's break, down, let's break down the psychology of this.
1: Okay, please do.
0: They're supposedly a couple, uh, Eartha Kitts character.
1: See, you're reading it that way?
0: <laughs> no, you've stated this.
1: But in my perfect universe? No, 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 um, no, no. You're the one that
0: bought into this.
1: I don't know. Uh, I think we have
0: audio evidence of it. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, I might uh, Mitch
1: McConnell this shit and we can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you mean Lindsey Graham this shit and just be a hypocrite completely.
1: Yeah, no, if I ever found this video, I would want to watch it and then quickly destroy it. But the point of this is, I did it so often that my parents caught it on VHS <coughs> in the time of VHSs.
0: I remember where we left off. So, the dynamic of those two being in a relationship or not, it seems like they're in a relationship. You said I interpreted it that way, but. <laughs> I don't know. It, you seem to think they could be. Um, I'm okay. You said to- as a child, I think if I remember correctly, mm. you said when you were a child. Mm hmm. That's how you saw it. They right. But
1: I am open to the interpretation that they are not. And let's explore this
0: a little bit because that's your favorite character is right. the older lady in the relationship. Yes. And my favorite character is the younger dude in the relationship. And that's exactly like our relationship.
1: I'm not the older person in this relationship. <laughs> Do not.
0: But isn't there some weird, like, um, Mirrored irony of that, like where we're drawn to the opposites of what the dynamic we exist in in reality. To quote Isma, it's called a cruel irony. Mm, oh, haha. Ooh, um, bitch, you just slapped me in the face. Sorry, I called you a bitch <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun voice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know if thing. I could do that one again. <laughs> what, what, what would you call that character?
1: Uh. <laughs> Guthrie.
0: You almost had me. Almost oh me. Okay. <laughs> oh, you almost got me. Oh my god. this? I'm Jerry. You almost got me. No, Jerry.
1: No, back down. Um All
0: right, Jerry's going to slip in. Uh, I'm sorry people if you I, I do drink during these podcasts, by the way, if you haven't noticed. But um yeah, uh Jerry's going to come out.
1: All right. All right. As gay.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> Almost got me. <laughs> okay. Nice try, though. Okay, okay. Nice okay. try, though,
0: Kayleigh. Bring Almost it back. Almost got me.
1: I'm open to the interpretation that they are a couple, and I'm also open to the interpretation that they are not a
0: couple. Sure.
1: It doesn't really matter to me.
0: Well, audience, are you open to the interpretation that we are a couple and open to the interpretation that we are not a couple? <laughs> Send us some messages.
1: <laughs> or how do you feel like is... Isma and Krunka thing, or is it not? Does it even matter? I, I don't, don't know.
0: think they're a couple because their dynamic. Okay. I was about to say their dynamic doesn't really seem like it would work that way, but you've seen these fucking relationships where yeah. there are super dominant parties, usually, you know, uh unfortunately, men dominating women, but they're also like just man children that mm-hmm. attach themselves to people like Eartha Kitt's character. So, right, and she's um,
1: clearly well-connected, very wealthy. He's she's, clearly
0: a man child. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's like right oh, shit. up against I, the throne. I feel like there's dude. a Game of
0: Thrones uh, parallel here.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. That's, this would be like if some idiot Was trying to get with Marjorie's mom.
0: Oh, I'm thinking like the opposite. Like, what's the um, the kid that has the sky tower thing where he drops? Oh, gross! gross. It's like the opposite.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: Gender-wise, anyway. Yeah. Um. Otherwise, same. Uh, but anybody that would want to fuck him. Mm -hmm. Who wants to fuck him? I don't know. His mom probably. It's Game of Thrones. Anyway, this movie's I don't care. better than Game of Thrones. That's not I'm the sorry point. for any Disney fans that <laughs> happen upon our podcast and are talking about all this stuff. Uh, right. We are talking about a children's film. I'm sorry. Uh, we are adults, though.
1: We are. We are. We
0: have a child. Though. That's
1: kind of the whole point. We're bringing our adultly perspective. And. I think I just wanted these characters to be together as a child because I loved both of them so much. You know, they are the top tier characters in this. Yeah,
0: I have to say, John Goodman is my comfort character, but yes. my sweet and savory is Kronk.
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: motherfucker gives me laughs nonstop every time he talks.
1: Right. And he's so like the physical comedy that they're, they managed to pack into this movie. Mm-hmm. It mainly revolves around Kronk and Yzma, right? I'm the thinking, whole movie? It mainly revolves around, I'm not going to say it's exclusively on them, but they really beat up these two characters. I'm thinking of when Yzma well, has her Because heads. it's a Home Alone thing. Oh, right.
0: It's Home Alone, like, but the house is huge. The home, home Alone is like it's whatever the Aztec thing, so. territory is. Yeah. It, that's the house. Uh, and they're just The image in a movie of
1: trash, Yzma's head being stuck in the mud and she, like, has to pull it mm-hmm. out and her neck stretches out. Yeah. Like, that's vivid in well, my mind. We're speaking of
0: neck stretching. Yeah. Them boys, they friends. So that llama will stick his neck out for his friend. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. Think that was about so that. cute. Think about that. Yeah. It's good beautiful. writing. That's
0: good writing. No. Even though there's plenty of terrible writing to go along with this. That's okay, though.
1: Sure. My All worst. Right. My worst. If I had to pick... Out of this movie that I love so much. And I thought about going with the pill bugs because that is really, really,
0: really gross. It. I mean, I didn't really have anything. And then that happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't like this at all. This does not need to be here. Um, they could have ordered milkshakes and then the rest happened. You know what I mean? Like,
1: <laughs> Sure. But I would say my worst is when Crunk goes into the town and sees Yzma and they've just completely... Uh what is the opposite of emascul- emasculate? Like they remove her femininity completely, right?
0: Effeminate.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure.
0: Um defeminize. Um, defeminize.
1: Um, That's great. That yeah, works for yeah. what we're talking about. They defeminize Guys, her and Guys,
0: fact ch- fact check us and just send us too many emails. Please. Please.
1: Please. Um, Eartha Kid is so sexy, like her voice and everything about her, the way she carries herself. She's so sexy, right? All
0: right. We get it.
1: And then she's voicing this <laughs> You're character. You're hot for Eartha
0: Kitt. Yes. You want to bump her Jones. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then we have this character who is very sexual, you know, she's got her, her sharp edges and everything, but her stance is very, I don't like, find any, okay.
0: All right. That's, that's you. That's on you. Yeah, I don't think that's objectively like. I don't think that's the intention. Even I don't think she's sexual in any way. I mean, she's described consistently she's, as scary.
1: I don't think she's sexual. I think she's feminine. Those are two totally different things.
0: Aren't you sexualizing her though?
1: No, uh, I'm not trying to anyway. Hmm. Definitely not. But like the all I know is when very... that that
0: hair thing, whatever it was, fell down. It looked real weird.
1: Oh god, I was upset.
0: It was almost like a flower, but. It could have also been genitalia and it was awful. Um which is Georgia O'Keeffe's whole thing. Um <laughs> would
1: have loved this movie. Boom. Yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, if I had to I would to love to
0: know how Georgia O'Keefe weighs in on this movie.
1: I I I have no idea. Hmm. I have no idea.
0: Maybe we should start something about that. <laughs> sure. What would what would Georgia O'Keeffe think? Yes. What's the initials on that? K or just O-T?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Guys, weigh in. Send us too many no. emails. Um,
1: yeah, but if I absolutely had to pick a worst, it's definitely that scene. It freaked me out as a little kid. Um, it's still really gross. It makes me upset for different reasons now, but... Yeah, could live without. It's meant to be funny. I get that. Whatever. Uh, nah. Yeah. yeah. Could live without it. Cool. Um. So, God, is there anything we didn't talk about with this movie? I felt like we really dug in it's on it. It's been a
0: long one. Um, rightfully so. Anytime something is this good, I think we should spend extra time on it. I hope people are watching these movies before they listen to these, but if they don't... um. I hope These extended episodes yeah. are like, yeah, if you see a runtime of over an hour on one of our podcasts, just watch that shit before you listen to it, because we're going to do a deep dive. Um, not to say that you shouldn't watch the other movies before, but yeah, it's almost a guarantee um, it'd be better. It's like a companion piece. Um, yeah, definitely. It's the whole reason... That should exist. So. That's uh, why we're here. Um, yeah. So
1: if we were stranded on a desert island
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we had this movie mm-hmm. or we had, oh, what's a really bad movie? I'm going to go with Gremlins 2.
0: Okay, this or Gremlins 2. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I chose... To watch this movie first, would you stay or would you go?
0: Can I ask a couple questions?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Is there food? Yes. Okay. It's a dessert island.
0: Oh a dessert island. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a uh, dessert island. Okay, okay.
1: Yes, of course. Okay.
0: Okay. Alright. Um What's the weather like?
1: Uh, it's you, so I'm gonna say it's 65. Wait,
0: because it's me, it's <laughs> 65 yeah,
1: because you prefer the cold,
0: so it's just whatever I want on this island,
1: right? I'm just really trying to sell it to you, is what's happening. So mm. I'm gonna say it's a dessert island, it's a comfortable 65.
0: You politician, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'd watch this under worse conditions, yeah.
1: Cool, okay. Yeah. Good. do you feel like this is going to be a movie that we can show to our kid? Fuck yeah. Good. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Um okay, so then do you get it? Do you get why
0: this Fuck movie? Fuck yeah. Oh man, yeah. I I feel like I missed out on this one. <laughs> um this is it's literally like right beyond that point where I would have watched this. Um hmm. uh,
1: Well, that's it's... kind of the whole point of this, right? We want to share these things with each other. I think that's yeah. why our relationship is so fascinating, to, to me anyway, because I'm in it. But we... Well, we
0: hope it's fascinating to the audience. Right, of <laughs> course. Hope.
1: We're yeah. bringing something kind of different to the table yeah. for each other, right? Mm-hmm. We're bringing uh, totally different medias. I'm all into Disney, right? I love it. I know it's well, terrible, we're, we're discovering and I love
0: it. Yeah, I, I think we're discovering our nuances through film. I mean which becomes more apparent the longer we go in this podcast. But Mm -hmm. yeah, step by step, day by day, (laughs) um, we're going to find our own way. No, that's a silly ass thing to do, but you care about this. I do. And it's clear why. And that helps me understand you. And it helps me to connect because we're both creators. Uh, we create art, music and other things. Um, And the whole point of it, in my mind, is the potential for making a connection and relating to someone. So to explore our relationship through media is fun.
1: That's just perfect. We're both huge movie buffs. Yeah. But in very different ways.
0: Yeah. You know, and we have a relationship outside of this podcast clearly where we talk about real things all the time Um, and watch
1: other movies that we don't watch for this podcast but
0: it is just fun to funnel like kind of who we are through these movies and you know to see you through what you grew up with is so much fun
1: and I feel like I'm revealing a bit of my dork my inner (laughs) nerd (laughs) I feel like I'm revealing an inner part of myself, right? I'm going to
0: reveal my dork.
1: My (laughs) dork. It's a little embarrassing to talk about how much some of this stuff means to me, right? But we're doing it. We're sharing it with each other. We're sharing it with the Why are you sharing it? Because I, one, I want to give up shame. I want to totally give up shame. I think it's useless, right? Let's move on. Yeah. Two, I, wanna, I want us to get to know each other on a deeper level. And three, th- I.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. To, uh, and I'm, I'm really super apologetic for interrupting right there. But do oh, you I'm used feel to it. like it's this is kind of our whole brand? Oh, fuck me, dude.
1: <laughs> the whole brand is an interruption. I feel like we're getting to know each other on a deeper level.
0: Do you feel like this is a way. That is not possible otherwise.
1: Whew. Okay. Um,
0: getting deep on the case.
1: Getting deep. No, I don't. I think this is such a unique way to get to know somebody, right? Because you're able to see directly what somebody else saw when they were a kid, right? This movie has never changed from the time it came out has never changed. I have changed, everyone else around me has changed, you've changed, and then we watch it together and you're like, oh, you at this age, how would you at that age have reacted? Oh, you're going to tell me how you reacted at that age. And now I get to see who you are now and do a compare and contrast, right? I get to mm-hmm. know another part of you
0: how much of um your memory do you trust because a lot of people talk about um how inconvenient time is to memory so the things we pull and hold on to uh from those experiences your first viewing of this for example Mm -hmm. um yeah how do you feel about that how do you How accurate do you think the memory is?
1: I think the memory is more accurate the closer I am to it.
0: Meaning For example,
1: um, I talked earlier about how I had this oh shit moment the first time I watched this movie with my family when they do the alpha, the omega part in the song. Okay, right, right. Um, Of course, I'm not saying oh shit. I was like five-ish and did not know what that word was yet. So that memory has changed, right? Because I'm very far away from that memory. That memory happened years ago, right? But if something happened to me, let's say three years ago, I trust that memory more, you know, because I'm, I'm still closer to it. Why? Because I haven't had time to re-remember it enough for it to change <laughs> that much.
0: re-remember it
1: right so every single time you think of a memory that (laughs) memory changes
0: i guess that's kind of the point (laughs) that i'm making here is (laughs) re-remembering re-remembering
1: because then you might remember where was i the last time i remembered that memory i guess uh, okay it just goes on and on and on
0: i think the reason i laugh is when do you indicate when you when are you re-remembering versus remembering
1: Oh, remembering is the first time. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then re-remembering is the second the or third time. First time is
0: remembering. <laughs> Baby, I know. That's our first shirt. Hot takes. First time is remembering. Hey, so what are we going to watch next week? Well, next week? Yeah. Guess what? Next week, we got some special holiday shit. <laughs> we have not done a holiday theme thing. And, uh,. We love Halloween for so many reasons. Our child was born the day before Halloween. Yeah. So that's very special. In honor of our honorable child and our favorite holiday. I mean, I don't know that I like any other holidays better than Halloween. Mm, Yeah. What else we got? No. An okay day. I like that
1: one. Yeah.
0: Better than Halloween.
1: Uh Uh-huh. My birthday. That's a holiday. Hey.
0: We are not going to give you the name of the episode yet we're gonna gonna, surprise you yeah we want you guys to hopefully listen to every episode up until now and maybe you're following us on social media instagram
1: like us on instagram we are exactly our name look what you made me view
0: look what you made me view on instagram follow us we will announce the name of the next film the week before so basically the week before halloween i think it's on a uh shit a friday or something mm-hmm. our episodes come out on Wednesdays, so wednesday the 28th we will announce the episode if you want to watch the movie before you listen to the episode that will be our, your opportunity you'll have a few days before it airs uh to see the film otherwise watch it after we don't know whatever we don't know. you like to do we don't know but either way we appreciate you guys listening
1: yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited. We're getting our social media going. We're uh, bringing in some guests, hopefully. Yeah, guest here episodes soon. coming up.
0: We may even have a guest for Halloween. We'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: we'll see. Uh, COVID's weird.
0: Well, yeah, COVID, weird. our guest might be a ghost.
1: Yeah, we yeah. got to be careful about this. That's guys. dark humor,
0: but it's also, it could have been a ghost before COVID. You could have died before then. I don't know.
1: Real talk. We yeah. don't know. We yeah. don't know.
0: Could be a character coming in. Mm.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in again. I hope that you all are doing well and staying safe and enjoying terrible movies.
0: Also, I want to say Black Lives Matter and we love all people. Let's all vote and do the right thing in November. Guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. I've been Ryan.
1: I've been Kaylee.
0: And we've been together talking about this movie. The Look what you made, you made us view. view. Mm-hmm. Bah, boing, Bye-bye.